0: Today is Thursday, the twelfth of Nissan. Beautiful day. Daniel David Ben Moshe Ben David. And Rachami ben Mordechai, Ruch Hashem tenecham And for the Rifa Shema of ben Esther, Nisan ben Chana, Moshe ben Chana, Yitzchak ben Yafei, Cheskel ben Rachel, Nissim ben Dina, Chana and Levi Tevora. Elna So we are continuing in Peleuets's reminders, uh, his amazing reminders that we all have to keep with us every day. And we are up to Shelolishkoach Tzaraat Miriam. So this another one that we read in. Uh, which in Israel is this Shabbat for us is going to be next Shabbat not to remember that Miriam got sara'at as we mentioned before in a couple of shirim ago Miriam said the most innocent and smallest about someone that she loved not someone that she was trying to hurt about her own brother Moshe Rabbeinu the most innocuous, the most mild Lashon Hara that one can imagine and think about. And even Moshe Rabbeinu was not offended by it. But still, Hashem was, Hashem took offense. Hashem did not uh, let go, did not forgive it. And she got Sarah. She was plagued with uh, leprosy. It's a mitzvah to remember that every day. And to mention that every day, that Hashem does not excuse Lashon Hara. Hashem does not excuse the way, uh, between, even the most mild form of Lashon HaRa, Hashem doesn't excuse. And we have to be cautious about Lashon HaRa. If, there, if there's one mitzvah that we're careful about, if we want to choose to improve on, to grow, that it should bring bracha to our lives, it should bring, bring goodness to our lives, this is the first one, first one to start with, is Lashon HaRa. hitgaot that we should not have arrogance. We shouldn't have pride. We shouldn't have no pride in, in Judaism. <laughs> right? No arrogance. No ego. Ha it's like worshipping idols. To have ego in one's life is like is like worshipping idols. like the Gemara says very plain and simple that Hashem says that if there's a person who has ego, then Hashem says he and I can't live in the same world together. Yeah. Right? A person think when a person who has ego and arrogance and pride thinks that I'm above Hashem ultimately, yeah. which is the epitome of what Abu zarah is about. Is the epitome of what idol worshiping is about. People ask, oh, who who people believed in idols and people believed in really worshiping uh, uh, stones and worshiping trees and. You know, how could people believe in that? How could that, what could lead people to believe in that It's very very simple because uh, a tree or a spirit that somebody believes is inside a tree or a spirit that somebody believes is inside a stone does it have an opinion or a belief and tell us that we have to uh, do something who's instructing it and 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 coming up with, what the tree thinks and wants us to do. Who's coming up with what the, what the idol wants us to do? People are coming up with that. There's somebody else, there's another person, either, either myself or somebody else, is coming up with what they want and we choose to worship it, or people choose uh, to worship it. Ultimately, it comes from people. It comes from worship of people. And it could be worshipping my own arrogance, my own ego, or worshipping somebody else's ego, somebody else's uh, arrogance. It's so deep the more we think about it. And the Torah comes to tell us that we don't worship any person. We don't worship any person, not any, not any other person, and not myself. The worship of the ego will bring the downfall of mankind. And will hold men, will hold back uh, humanity uh, from any progress and from any goodness. The one good in the world is to worship the Creator of the world, and that's Hashem. Where is all of the ego? Where is all of the pride? Where is it? We have to follow Hashem. We have to follow Hashem. We have to put, learn to put our heads down. The the greatest healing that we can bring to ourselves, the greatest rifuah that we can bring ourselves, the greatest bracha and blessing that we can bring on ourselves is to suppress our egos and to follow Hashem. Because Hashem gave us the instructions for what's life and for what's good. Because as we said good all... Good morning, good morning! happiest you? Thursday, happy to see you. The arrogance and pride and ego... To be seen. Is that? <laughs> so, uh, Arrogance and pride and ego are the source of so much suffering and so many of the problems in a person's life, as our Gemara says, a person who uh, who has arrogance and pride deserves to be excommunicated, the Gemara says. And we And we are also taught that arrogance and pride is the source of all anger. All of anytime we lose our temper and any time we get angry, the source of it ultimately comes from pride. It comes from uh, from ego this is such a powerful line uh, says. Well, this is one of the, we have so many across PeleoOS but this is one of those lines we can write it down put it on a piece of paper keep it in our pockets and keep keep it with us wherever we go we will only benefit in our life he says any uh, calmness, and peace of mind that a person has, it comes from a place of holiness, it comes from a place of kirusha. And call rugza, any anger and any loss of temper, misitratim saava. It comes from the satan, it comes from a place of impurity, it comes from tum'ah. It's such a powerful line. You know, we, could, we could learn this one sentence, we could repeat this every single day as a. Uh, yeah, you know, before we say our tefillah, before we pray, we can put it in our in our pockets and keep it with us everywhere we go, put it on our on our desk in our office <laughs> and have it in front of us. misitra <laughs> diktusha. Any peace of mind, any calmness. Good morning, good morning, Bokeh All calmness comes from a place of holiness. And all anger, all loss of temper comes from a place of uh, comes from the satan. hu <laughs> And Pele Yoet says, uh, "Good morning, good morning, Bokeitov. Our hearts are hechal they're a sanctuary of Hashem. Our hearts have to be a sanctuary of holiness. nimta So what happens? Hakoeis a person holds anger in his heart. You say anger comes from the Satan. Anger comes from from a place of impurity." My heart is a place of holiness. It's a sanctuary from Hashem. If I bring anger into my heart, what am I doing? Uh, I'm bringing an idol into Hashem's sanctuary. It's the equivalent of bringing an idol into Hashem's sanctuary if we're angry. We cause Hashem to leave us. We cause Hashem to leave our, our bodies whenever we get angry. It's, it's so powerful. It's so powerful. My heart... My soul, my neshama, is a sanctuary for Hashem. If I bring anger into the sanctuary, I'm expelling God. I'm, it's, I'm throwing God in, throwing God out, bringing, bringing, bringing in the anger and throwing out Hashem. therefore, kol ish every person uh, should be cautious and should be fearful of anger. Don't get angry, don't lose your temper. We shouldn't lose our temper. Loim Goy, Loim Israel, not with a Goy, not with a Jew. Loim Katan, Loim Gadol, not with a child, not with somebody older than us. (laughs) <laughs> Not on any type of uh, 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 stealing that somebody might have stolen from us. Not on any type of damage that somebody might have done to us. <laughs> Not on any disrespect that, that, that somebody showed us. <laughs> Even if they insult us. <laughs> Even if they insult us in the worst way. That uh, older person, that younger person, that that Jew. Ela tehe nacha um Uh, inside me is a sanctuary from Hashem. And if I want to keep Hashem inside the sanctuary, I have to be calm at all times. I have to be a peace of mind. They say what they say, okay. If I have to make a change, I make a change. If I don't have to make a change, I don't have to make a change. But I have to have Hashem inside my sanctuary, inside my Hechal, inside my heart at all times. If I lose my temper over it, uh, warning, warning, Hashem leaves me. All of the bracha leaves my life. So, so, when we learn to maintain calmness and peace of mind for Hashem, Hashem will always be with us. The king of the world will always be on our side and he will always be with us. Very, very powerful. Extremely powerful. The next one is, we should not test Hashem. There is a prohibition in the Torah to test Hashem. What does that mean? What does it mean to test Hashem? The Torah says, It's it's a prohibition, one of the prohibitions of the Torah. Don't test Hashem. What does that mean? You know what? Uh, I want to do a test with Hashem. Let me do some... uh, I'm going to do a mitzvah. And let us see. Let's see. Is Hashem going to bless me? Right. I want to do a mitzvah right. All right. So Not to test Hashem Which means that Let me do a mitzvah I'll do a mitzvah And let me see Is Hashem going to bless me Let me test Hashem I'm going to do an avon I'm going to do a sin And let's see if uh, Something that ha- bad happens Or doesn't happen to me There Let me see yeah, Is that good, good That good That I'm expecting to happen Is that going to happen? Or is that not going to happen? Now, why not? What's uh, wrong with uh, testing Hashem? Why are we not allowed to test Hashem? The answer is it's gavah. The answer is it's ego. Right? Hashem is running the entire universe. Right? We're a little sand, a little piece of sand in the universe. Now, what kind of ego, what type of gava does it take to say, you know, Hashem has to answer me exactly the way I want it. Right? I'm going to do this, Hashem has to answer for me We have emunah, we have faith Hashem cares for every single one of us When we do good, Hashem is going to do good And it's going to come at the right time Hashem has an entire world that He has to Plan, an entire universe That Hashem has to take care of When Hashem says good is going to come to us Good is going to come to us, I don't know in what form It's going to come to us There's good that comes that comes in the form Of parnasa. There's good that comes in the form of not having parnasa sometimes sometimes the parnasa is good for a person hashem sends parnasa and, and it comes with, and brings barakah for per, a per person sometimes the fact that hashem doesn't give parnasa to a person is what brings barakah to their life the parnasa would have only caused x y and z problems they would have uh, splurged on the wrong things gotten themselves into a bad accident and uh, and only hurt themselves if they would have had the parnasa hashem withheld the parnasa hashem brought us barakah in our lives we know Hashem's calculations of what's good and, wh- and what's not good in this world so sometimes the, the, the good that Hashem brings us can come in so many ways it's not always in the way that we think of that we think it has to be this way and if it's not that way then Hashem hasn't given us good when we live our lives with Torah and mitzvot and with the guidance of Hashem Hashem will give us good and if we don't, we don't eventually, eventually something's going to come upon us so rak there's only one mitzvah that we're allowed to test Hashem. The Hashem said, Test me. It's a, it's in the Prophet in the in the Navi. Right. Malachi says, Rak me when it comes to giving ma'aser, when it comes to separating a tenth and giving uh and giving uh, a tenth to tzedakah consistently, shari. It's permitted to test Hashem. The Prophet Malachi. This is not something that, you know, Rabbis, you know, no, no, nobody can change or go against the Torah. The Torah says don't test Hashem. A navi, a prophet, is not allowed to test Hashem, but a prophet can sometimes explain a mitzvah. Sometimes you have a navi that explains a mitzvah, and the prophet Malachi, the prophet Malachi, and we read this in one of the haftarot. He says, Hashem says, maaser I commanded you regarding tzedakah, regarding maaser. It's talking about the produce, the agricultural maaser of uh, Israel, of the land that grows in Israel. Hashem says, ufchanuni channuni Hashem, on this mitzvah, Hashem says, test me. 612 commandments, Hashem says, don't test me. But one commandment, Hashem says, test me. I'm going to open for you the windows of the heavens. I'm going to give you bracha until there's more than enough. On that one mitzvah, when it comes to taking care of the poor, and when it comes to helping the poor, Hashem says, test me on this mitzvah. Go ahead, do it. Feel free to feel free to test Hashem. So amazing, amazing. So, uh, and of course, of course, even with tereka, the highest level of tereka is to do it even without testing Hashem, without even looking, without even looking. That's the highest way. But if a person wants to test Hashem, a person doesn't have doesn't have faith in it, doesn't have a munah, Hashem says test me. Separate 10%, you have to do it the right way. We have to know how to do it the right way. And we have to give it to the right places. It's very important. We got Hashem says, in this mitzvah, in the mitzvah of tzedakah, and separating one tenth, Hashem says, test me. The next one is, not to hold hatred against any person. Not to hold hatred against any Jew. We are taught to remove hatred from our hearts. Remove any negativity from our hearts. It causes much suffering. It causes tremendous suffering and tremendous problems. And therefore, our Creator, Hashem, has commanded us. The Torah says, don't take revenge yeah, against any Jew. <laughs> There's thousands of people here. <laughs> There's thousands of people here. <laughs> you know, but now we have Kohen uh-huh. Israel. <laughs> not to take any revenge and not to bear a grudge. And Somebody insulted us, somebody hurt us. Don't hold it in our hearts against them. Not to believe Lashon Not to accept Lashon If someone says something bad about another Jew, don't tell it to me. I don't want to believe it. I don't want to hear it. But we do have to uh, listen to it in order to be cautious, just to know that I have to be careful. I don't believe it. It's wrong. You know, they, they told me that the uh, fellow that that person stole from uh, another person, I don't believe it. It's not true. I think that that person is a sadiq, but I'm going to be careful when I do business with him. You know, we have to, uh, <laughs> we have to be just for the sake of caution. We have to be cautious to protect ourselves. Not, uh, some people say you shouldn't say bad, but some people say I know this person is bad in business, so I think it's good for me to warn the people. Uh, how uh-huh. does that work? Yeah, it's a it's a very, very very good question. I heard some people say that. That's yeah, why. so so these types of questions we've spoken about it. Sometimes you have to save another person, right? Uh, when I when I speak to somebody, it's not lashon harat, lashon tov. It's actually lashon tov. Sometimes to warn a person yeah. from danger, to save them is actually it's a mitzvah. It's not just that it's not a ah, sin. Okay, it's a mitzvah so. to save them. But the question is, uh, you know, we really have to know. And that's why a lot of times with questions of lashon hara, it's a good idea to consult with rabbis, or to learn the laws of lashon hara very well. Because, how do I know? Is it just something personal that I'm angry at somebody, so I'm spreading lashon hara about them? But that's lashon hara, and it's the worst avon in the Torah. Just because I have something personal, it's not really benefiting people. It's not really. I um, mean, it's just. Uh, <laughs> it's just me spreading a bad rumor and hurting hurting somebody's name. Chas or is it something that the, this is a real danger for the public and the, and therefore it's a mitzvah to say? Rabbi Ben uh, had a phone call, we'll finish with this, it was a, a couple of weeks ago. I was next to him and uh, somebody called him and uh, the, the person was... Uh, uh, he, he couldn't understand what the person's question was, so he gave me the phone uh, so the, uh, to, to listen to the question. So the person said that there was a collector from uh, Yerushalayim that came and he said, I, I assume he's like I met with him I assume he wanted to collect sedaka and he wanted me to give to I don't know, his yeshiva or to give to wherever it was in Yerushalayim And then he says the person starts saying to me like oh, no, I don't know, I want you to come over Come come meet with me in, uh, in, in my apartment where, where I'm staying I don't know, it was in Manhattan Come meet with me in the apartment that I'm staying. I don't know Queens, Brooklyn. Right, it's in the city somewhere. So then the guy says, um, "Okay, I mean, why? What do you want? Why do you want me? Well, we're over here? Come meet in my office. We're in, we're in the office. We're okay." So I said, "No, no, I want you to come sleep over." He said, "Sleep over? Sleep over?" I said, "No, come sleep over with me." In my apartment He wanted to do Kari Bad He wanted to do something bad He said that this person He's non-stop now Phone calls and text messages Come sleep over with me In my apartment In the apartment And his question to Rabbi Benchayim is, do I have to say something to people Do I have to warn And Rabbi Khaim said absolutely Absolutely you have to warn people About such a person He's a Rasha He's a Rasha He's not, a, he's not collecting Tzedakah He's a Rasha Right, people have to know to be careful. <laughs> Thank you <Rabbi. laughs> With that we wish everybody but everybody should only have good news Beracha, Hatslacha, happiness, peace of mind, kedusha, holiness, only good things. Everybody have a wonderful, wonderful Thursday.